0: with Richard Holdridge. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody's having a great Friday. It is so exciting. Could you believe it? The Braves are in the World Series and they are hosting a World Series game for the first time since 1999 in the city of Atlanta. Going to recap The Packers-Cardinals game on Thursday night as we have no more undefeated teams in the NFL. And I'm going to preview the Georgia-Florida game. And we have some big high school games in the Chattahoochee Valley. You do not want to miss it. All right, I'm going to try to get through this show as best as I can. As you can see, I lost my voice. So my voice does sound a little raspy. But I'm going to push through. The good broadcasters overcome. Just like the great quarterbacks overcome injuries, the great teams get through injuries. And that is what I plan on doing today on the show. All right. The World Series, it's tied up 1 1. The Atlanta Braves will take on the Houston Astros at Truett's Park for game three of the World Series tonight. The buzz all over the city of Atlanta is lit. Right now, this is the hottest ticket in Atlanta. They are offering standing room only tickets for about $885 on StubHub. Lifelong Braves fans are really excited, and I've talked to some of the people, and they cannot wait. And I feel the Braves are doing very well at home. They're 5-0 and in the postseason at home. They should get this done. However, it is very difficult to win three straight Games, Even though the games are at home, I think the Braves take two or three and it goes back to Houston. This series goes in six or seven games. If you look at the numbers for the Braves, their batting average, their earn run average, all their offensive stats are higher at home. The Braves need to get on the board quick and they they need to start hitting. Ian Anderson, I'm not saying he's got a short leash, but he really needs to pitch six innings to help that bullpen even more. Because there's a possibility that in Game 4, that might be a bullpen game and where A.J. Minter pitches three innings. Tyler Matzik pitches three innings. Maybe even Luke Jackson gets in there for an inning or two. The manager, Brian Snicker, has got to come up with a game plan to counterbalance what the Astros are planning on doing. Yes, I was disappointed the Braves lost the other night to the Astros, but they did their job. They got this back to Atlanta 1-1. They stole the game in Houston. And now the Braves are in the driver's seat. Kyle Wright pitched pretty good the other night. I think he could be your Game 5 starter, which would set up Game 6 for Max Fried to be come back on full day's rest and Ian Anderson pitching in Game 7 if necessary. I still think, even with the injury to Charlie Morton, the Braves pitching staff is set up nicely because of their bullpen. I cannot wait for tonight's game. This is going to be a very busy weekend in the state of Georgia. As we also have Georgia-Florida, we have the Hawks taking on the 76ers, we have Atlanta United taking on Toronto FC, you have the Falcons taking on the Panthers, so I can't wait to get back on the air Monday and talk about everything that happened this weekend. Of course, it's a big weekend because of Halloween and you have all the trick-or-treaters out there and fall festivals and Halloween parties and you know, taking my kids trick-or-treating, but also you got the Braves playing at night as well. I did catch up a little bit on my sleep, but I did see the Thursday night game last night between the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers. And the NFL has no more undefeated teams as the Cardinals lose to the Packers 24-21. to What was impressive about this was Aaron Rodgers did it without his top two wide receivers. He was on a mission, and the Packers' defense held serve. The Cardinals stopped the Packers on a fourth down and Kyler Murray had the ball at the one-yard line, marched all the way down, marched all the way down the field, and had a position to win the game. But through an interception in the end zone, AJ Green just missed the route. In that situation, you need to be conservative and kick the field goal to send it to overtime. But the Cardinals lose their first game of the season, and we currently do not have any more undefeated NFL teams in a year of turmoil. Was that the signature win for Aaron Rodgers? Beating a very talented Cardinals team on the road, minus his two top wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers is on a mission this year to win the Super Bowl. This makes the Packers the favorites in the NFC. Yes, I know you have the Buccaneers. They're trying to run it back. The Dallas Cowboys look impressive. The Rams are just a completely different team with Matthew Stafford. So who is the best team in the NFC? And are the Cardinals... Not experienced enough to get there yet. All I know is the Atlanta Falcons are in prime position to sneak into the playoffs. Because seven teams are going. And you have five teams in the NFC that are very talented. That last playoff team could go to the Saints. It could go to the Panthers. It could even go to the 49ers or Seahawks if they can turn their season around. But the Falcons have a very important game on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. They are 3-3 three and three on the year. They've yet to win a game at home. But the Panthers have been struggling as well. They're not going to have Christian McCaffrey. But can the Falcons rely heavily on Kyle Pitts? Get this victory. Go to 4-3. and three, And then when they take on the Saints, anything can happen. Because that's a rivalry game. The Atlanta Falcons are back in prime position to make a playoff run this year. Their defense is going to get better. Their offensive line actually, in the last couple of games, has held serve. Matt Ryan has only been sacked twice. Matt Ryan is having a very impressive, underrated year. The Atlanta Hawks lose on a back-to-back to the Washington Wizards, 122-111. to After getting an impressive victory on the road over the New Orleans Pelicans, the Hawks had to travel to D.C. to take on an improved Wizards team, and they're now 3-2 and on the year. The Washington Wizards, surprisingly, are 4-1. and You don't think that Russell Westbrook trade actually helped? All the players they got in return contributed. You look at the box score. Kyle Kuzma had 21 points. Montrez Harrell with 25. Kentavious Caldwell Pope had 21. Bradley Beal led the Wizards with 27 points. John Collins chipped in with 28 points and 12 rebounds. I'm really glad that the Hawks were able to re-sign him because he is a very important piece on this team. And... On a night when it just didn't go their way, the Hawks had a shot at getting this closer than expected. And they could have snuck away with the win on the road. But they will travel to Philly this Saturday to take on the Philadelphia 76ers, who are also 3-2. and Looking at the early standings in the NBA, the New York Knicks are surprising everybody with a 4-1 and record. They beat the Bulls. The Bulls are also 4-1. The Charlotte Hornets are 4-1. So you have a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference that look really good. Right now, the Brooklyn Nets are 2-3. A very disappointing start for the Nets. And it's still early in the season. The Utah Jazz are still undefeated. The Warriors are 4-1. They lost their first game to the Memphis Grizzlies last night. But the story is the Los Angeles Lakers, who blew a 26-point lead in a loss To the Oklahoma City Thunder. LeBron sat out his second straight game. But in comes Russell Westbrook. He was signed on to become this minutes eater. To carry the load when LeBron is not in there. To give LeBron some time off. That doesn't do you any good if it doesn't translate to wins. And Russell Westbrook had a quadruple-double, where he committed 10 turnovers. I don't know if this is going to work out with Westbrook. The Lakers still might be competitive because of their other players, like Malik Monk and Kent Bazemore, who started the last two games in place of LeBron. This is going to be a very long season for the Lakers. They have a lot of age. I think that they're going to be on a minute's restriction, and I'm not sure if the Lakers are going to be able to get through this season. They've got to make the playoffs. If they want to get into the playoffs and they want to rest all their players, anything can happen in the playoffs and all that experience would translate to wins. But you got to win in the regular season. And that's what the Lakers are not doing right now. Their two wins, they almost lost. The Lakers could easily be 0-5. All right in college football last night, Coastal Carolina beats Troy thirty-five to twenty-eight, and you had East Carolina beating South Florida twenty-nine to fourteen. Tonight we have Navy taking on Tulsa and UNLV taking on Nevada. Now the big game on Saturday is Michigan and Michigan State. Both teams are in the top ten. Both teams are seven and zero. The winner of that game is going to be in the driver's seat to possibly get into the college football playoff if they can get over the hurdle of beating Ohio State, which is the hottest team in the Big Ten right now. Of course, Georgia is taking on Florida, and who is going to start at quarterback for the Bulldogs? Will it be JT Daniels, or will it be Stetson Bennett? Head coach Kirby Smart clearly stated if JT Daniels is healthy that he would be the starting quarterback. But Stetson Bennett does stuff that can get you wins. He is a very good game manager, accurate with the football, and can extend plays with his legs. JT Daniels is the more the of NFL-ready quarterback that can push the ball down the field, but is that going to be what Georgia needs to do? Because JT Daniels is also capable of making the big mistake. That's something that the Bulldogs cannot afford to do. They cannot afford to get down against the Florida Gators early because The Gators, all the talk this week is that Georgia is on upset alert because this is a rivalry game, and the Gators are desperate. I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be 3.30 on CBS. It's going to be a very busy afternoon of watching sports because after that, Game 5 of the World Series. So that's going to be good. And you have the other local teams in Georgia. Virginia Tech taking on Georgia Tech. And then the big rivalry game between Georgia State and Georgia Southern. When Georgia State came up with a football team and they moved to FBS – I knew that this game was going to be a rivalry game for years to come, and it has been. So both teams going at it for bragging rights in the state of Georgia. We had some action in high school football in the Chattahoochee Valley last night. Starting with the first game, Central taking on Oxford. Central completes its season with a perfect record, 10-0 and on the year. They are ranked third according to MaxPreps.com and they have the number one seed in the playoffs. Next week they will host Daphine in the first round of the 7A playoffs for the state of Alabama. They were all over Oxford last night 53-7. to One thing about this central team that's special is that they are blowing out teams. Their closest game was against Enterprise when they won 36-27 to and that was on the road. But they have gone out there and they beat Auburn by two touchdowns. They beat Prattville by three touchdowns. Central has got a good path to the championship as they're trying to win a state title for 7A in Alabama. Now tonight, Auburn has a very special opponent as they will play IMG Academy in Auburn. IMG Academy is one of those teams that is nationally known out of Bradenton, Florida. One of the top high schools in the nation. So that's going to be a good test for the Auburn Tigers on the other side of the river in Georgia. Carver took down Hardaway last night at Connect Stadium and they are 8 and 1 on the season, 7 and 0 in league play by beating the Hardaway Hawks 38 to 7. It was close. At the start of the first half it was 10 to 7, but then Carver just blew away the doors and their last opponents, they have been winning convincingly, and they got to continue to keep that up as they try to make it far in the state playoffs. Eight and one on the season, and they will find out who their next opponent is when the state playoffs start in a couple of weeks for Georgia. Tonight, we have a very big game up here in LaGrange. So last night at Callaway Stadium, the Callaway Cavaliers took on Temple, and they had no problem with Temple beating them 56-19. They are 6-2 on the year, and they will travel to Heard County next week. That's just the trip up the road up in Franklin, Georgia, maybe about 20 minutes away from Hogan'sville, to close out the regular season for 2A football in the state of Georgia as they are trying to defend their state championship. Tonight at Callaway Stadium, it is the biggest rivalry game in this region as LaGrange will take on Troop County. Both teams have been impressive. LaGrange is 7-1. and Their only loss was to Carver. Troop County is 6-2 and as they lost to Callaway and Carver. But Troop County is 5-1 and in region play. So the winner of this game is going to have a good spot at having... A favorable playoff seed, as I strongly feel both teams are going to make the playoffs. But of course, Troop County and LaGrange, big-time rivals up here in LaGrange, and looking forward to that matchup. Some of the other contests, we have the WTVM High School Game of the Week, the Battle for the Broccoli Jug, St. Ampicelli is hosting Brookstone. St. Ampicelli comes into this contest 6-1 and on the season, and Brookstone is six and two on the season. Two private schools in single A going at it, and they are historic rivals with bragging rights on the line. After getting their first victory last week, Shaw will host Spencer today at Connect Stadium. Spencer is three and six on the season, and they will close out the season next week taking on the Columbus Blue Devils, which will take on Kendrick, and that will be at AJ McCLung Stadium tonight. So we got two games. We actually got three big games in Columbus tonight with St. Ambicelli, Brookstone. You got Columbus and Kendrick and you have Shaw taking on Spencer. We also have another game tonight as Smith Station will take on Stanhope Elmore. One more game I forgot to mention was the Glenwood Gators over in Phoenix City. They will take on the undefeated Astuga Academy who's 9-0 and on the season. They will actually be on the road next week for the playoffs as they will take on Morgan Academy out of Selma. So next weekend, the playoffs start for Alabama. The playoffs will start in two weeks for Georgia. I will preview all the the different regions, all the different classes of high school football in the playoffs. It's time for my NFL preview show. Starting off with the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. That's the 1 o'clock game at the Benz, and the Falcons are favored by 3. The key matchup is, can the Panthers stop Kyle Pitts, who's having an incredible season, which could he could win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think the Falcons win this game, and they'll go to 4-3. and three. Then you have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins. In Buffalo, they are favored by 14 points. Do you take the points here, or are the Dolphins just a really bad team? I think Buffalo has an extra week to prepare after that bye. And after losing to the Titans last week, they want to get off. They want to bounce back and prove that they are one of the best teams in the AFC. Then you got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Chicago Bears. Head coach Kyle Shanahan has already said that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start. But if Trey Lance is healthy, will he get in there? And will we see a showdown between Trey Lance and Justin Fields? The Bears' offense is only averaging 14 points a game. Can the 49ers overcome their mistakes and finally get a win and break this four-game losing streak? Is this a lost season for the 49ers? Are they still a talented team? They still have a lot of players injured. George Kittle, Javon Kinlaw is about to go on the IR. Trent Williams might not even play. It's a road game, but I think the 49ers should win this game. They are favored. All right, The Steelers are taking on the Browns in Cleveland. Not sure who the starting quarterback is going to be, whether it's going to be Case Keenum or Baker Mayfield. It really doesn't matter. I think the Browns are a talented team, no matter who is the starting quarterback. And I think the Browns win. you got the Eagles taking on the Lions. Will the Lions just finally win a game? They've been in a lot of close games. Three of those games, they should have won. And the Eagles are trying to salvage their season. If they get a win, they'll be in good shape. It's at Detroit. So I'm wondering if this is one of those games where the Lions are due for a win. you got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are favored, and the Colts are a good team. After beating the 49ers in San Francisco last week, something's got to give. And do they have the defense to shut down Derrick Henry? The matchup I really want to see is that defensive line with DeForest Buckner and then Darius Leonard in the linebacking core stopping Derrick Henry. And... Can Carson Wentz have the game that he had last week where he was throwing the ball down the field? You have the surprising team of the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals, taking on the New York Jets. The Bengals are favored by 10. This could be a trap game, although the Jets may not even have Zach Wilson. And the Jets have no talent left. I'm not sure if Robert Salah is a good head coach. I think he's already on the hot seat. And I think the Bengals are coming off that win over the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Bengals get the victory here. You got the game that is a huge mismatch. The Rams taking on the Texans. I think the Rams win, and they win big here in this spot. An interesting game, the Patriots taking on the Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium in L.A. The Chargers are favored, but don't be surprised if Bill Belichick finds a way to rattle Justin Herbert, and the Patriots could get a win here You have the Jaguars taking on the Seahawks. This is going to be a test to see if Geno Smith can pick up a victory for the Seahawks. He's had two close games between the Steelers and the Saints, but they did not equal the wins because the Seahawks are without their ultimate closer, Russell Wilson. Yes, Geno Smith at times can show good plays, but he's also proven to make the big mistake. Do the Jaguars have enough talent to match their talent with the Seahawks? And can Trevor Lawrence take advantage of a really bad Seahawks defense? you got the Washington football team taking on the Denver Broncos. Broncos have lost four straight games. The Washington football team is not all that great either. Something's got to give, and somebody's got to get a victory here. The Fox game of the week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the New Orleans Saints. This will be a test to see if Jameis Winston can get a victory against his former team. This is going to be a very... Important game for the Saints if they want to be in playoff consideration. The Buccaneers are favored, but this game is in New Orleans. And then the Sunday night game, you have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. In Minnesota, the Vikings are favored by three. Not sure if Dak Prescott is going to play. And of course, the Monday night game, the New York Giants taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, who right now, even though the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points, they have a very disappointing 3 and 4 record. Can they bounce back and get the victory over an improved Giants team? Daniel Jones has shown flashes of improvement. Well, that's it. That's all the time I have on the show. That's that's about as best as I could do with the voice I have. Um seriously, it's it's brutal. It really is. Stay tuned for Monday's show as I will recap everything that happened over the weekend I hope everybody has a great weekend of sports stay warm out there it's starting to get chilly you got the fall weather happening and I will talk to you on Monday bye everybody you've been listening to the sports beat with Richard Holdry we invite you to download and subscribe you can find us on anchor spotify google cast stitcher itunes or wherever fine podcasts are found